Hello, and welcome to episode 30, a.k.a. Dirty 30 <laughs> of The Nerd Out. Uh, I'm Lisa. I'm Rachel Perry. We're girls, and we nerd out. You, with the cock out. With the cock out. You can find us online at The Nerd Out on Twitter. We have a page on Facebook. And you can email us, info at The Nerd Out, if you have any super private thoughts that cannot be shared with us on social media. <laughs> we would like that. We welcome that. Um, so how you been? I've been okay. Uh, more importantly, how have you been, Lisa, a.k.a. T.I.? Oh, so funny. <laughs> T.I. had a U.T.I. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, kind of, a, kind of a private thing, but we're all friends here. Uh, I wish, I really wish that I could say that it was a result of, like, getting super busy. <laughs> no. No, that's not what the case was. Um, so, yeah, I came out the other side of that one. I'm here to tell you, so unpleasant. I know a lot of our listeners are dudes, and dudes do not face this particular affliction exactly. very often. Just be happy you don't. Be happy that you don't, and please feel for the ladies in your life when they are enduring that. It seriously was like, it's it's been, it's only happened probably two or three times in my adult life that I've kind of borderline prayed for death. Yeah, and I wasn't quite there, but I was really close. Yeah, sound like the yeah. text and stuff. But when you know, because I call her Ti, and Ti stands for totally inappropriate. And um, you know, she was telling me, I forgot why you were telling me. <laughs> were you supposed to come over or something? And I don't know. Maybe or misery loves company. I don't know. <laughs> and then you just call me Uti. I was crying. <laughs> I was rolling. <laughs> So that you have to sit, talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Now you know what I've been doing the past couple of weeks. Um, the other thing that just happened that is so amazing is that I just got my pass for Comic-Con. She's so excited. I'm so excited. But I was like, you know, I get verified for a, a creative professional. And you once you're verified for Comic-Con, all the, like, WonderCon and all the things like that, you're you're good to go for three years. Which is awesome, because you get to go for free, you get a free badge for yourself, and then until, for limited quantities, there's, you get a free guest pass. Mm-hmm. So I always hook up, um, or try to hook up um, a friend, you know, my friends or whatever, and it was mostly um, Dayland, because it was always Twilight, Twilight. Was there, mm-hmm. but there's no more Twilight since it's over, and I was going to try to surprise T.I., you know, because she's never really had, a, like, the legitimate pass to go, and I was like, oh, I'm going to totally get it for her, and I totally spaced that it was the other day and to get it and at 10 o'clock I used to put alarms and all this stuff like that I totally forgot and so they ran out of complimentary the complimentary pass but you still are able to buy one um pass which includes preview night for 175 which I've never been to so I'm super excited for that so that's awesome and uh yeah normally it's like a sort of by hook or by crook borrow somebody's pass for the day whatever so now I'm gonna be that person yeah. And I'm probably going to be there the first, like, couple days, so if anybody wants to, you know, maybe slide me a little back sheesh, maybe a <laughs> bottle of Mad Dog or something, and then we can work something out. Yeah, so I had to re-verify. Uh, my verification was due, so you submit things just, like, proof. Super uh-huh. easy. I don't know. Maybe I, don't I know. should do that. You should probably totally do that. And I was like, proof that you're, like, someone with one of the companies, an artist, designer, just show, you know, you send a whole little package thing, and you do it through email now, which was cool. And then, um, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know. Let me do it again. And you get approved. And you're like, oh, awesome. Three more years. I'm cool. They get super excited. So, yeah. We're, I am we're a in. podcast artist. <laughs> that's what you put? I am voiceover talent. 
catering to the nerd community. I wonder, like, maybe next year also apply for um, press pass. Yeah, media. Media, yeah, get see what kind of access that gets you and stuff. I know, they're going to be all, pshaw, no. <laughs> How many listeners? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all five, and we love them all. JK. <laughs> Uh, the other cool thing that we scored tickets for is uh, Paley Fest, which is, um, those of you in LA probably know it, and the longtime listeners will remember us talking about going to go see Mad Men as a part of Paley Fest a year ago. Yeah. Um, but it's like a television festival that's put on by the uh, Museum of Television in Los Angeles, and so they, like, screen an episode, and then they do Q&As with, like, the cast, the creator, the showrunner, the writer, like, all of the sort of top dogs of a TV show, and uh, we scored tickets to go see The Walking Dead at Paley Fest. Yeah, we did, so we're going back, same place. Same place. What's it, what's it called, the uh, Sabin Theater? Oh, Sabin Theater. Sabin uh-huh. Theater, same place, mm-hmm. um, and we're super excited. Walking Dead. Yeah, I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. Because it's probably, I think it's sold out now. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah. We got the balcony, same place. It's fine. Yeah, have a big screen. Totally good. See? Yeah. <laughs> no big whoop. Totally. You can, um, we can throw things down at, uh, sure. at Carl. I'm like, stay in the friggin' house, Carl. <laughs> Listen to your mother, Carl. And then we can hear, um, what's his name's real accent? Oh, his, like, sort of fey British accent. And it will get, will will get weirded out, like I always do when I hear him or see him <laughs> and stuff like that. But, um, also, we talked about it, I think maybe a couple episodes ago, um, how I am a part of the Art Hustle 3, uh, Series 3, uh, trading cards, where it's, like, trading cards of all different artists or bloggers, designers, part of the art world. Um, I guess, you know, some people call it lowbrow, whatever, whatever. Um, and so I'm part of that, and it's finally been announced, so we'll have a link to it. It's going to be coming out and be available in stores February, and all of us artists that are in the series, which the roster is amazing, so please check out the list. I mean, I'm with there with, like, people that I've admired forever, uh-huh. so it's pretty fucking awesome. Like, I'm, it's, it's a huge honor, and like I said before, I'm also... There with some people, part of my crew, Armist Numbers, what, what? And um, so we get our um, APs, our artist proofs, our packs that, you know, we could do whatever we want with. We'll probably hook them up and maybe sell some of them and stuff like that. Um, we get them in a couple of months. But these will be available to the general public in, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and um, if you guys are too lazy to go to our website, like our page on Facebook, and we'll see if we can post some images and stuff yeah, like that for there, sure. so you can check them out super easy yeah. while you're fucking off with your friends online. Yeah, because, and you know what's cool about this is, like, they're the trading cards, but each artist, we all had to do little sketch cards and stuff like that, so each pack will have, like, a little special thing, and it's also coming with these huge jumbo cards and like the homie Luke Chu is doing these fold outs I did like a fold out card thing and so it should be awesome trade and I think they'll be collector's items I'm hoping that's awesome yeah cool stats and funny pictures and stuff like that I can't wait to see that yeah so what are we we talking about in the movie section for this podcast okay well it was just Sundance I think that's over now um, it seemed like kind of a boring year at Sundance. Yeah, I didn't really hear too much about it. Like, yeah. no, nothing, yeah. Nothing interesting. It seemed like very documentary heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the movies, I think it's just a short, uh, that garnered a lot of attention at Sundance is called When the Zombies Come. And it is a 10 minute movie 
uh, I, I think it's just a short, 10 minutes, and it follows a group of kids who work at an Ace Hardware store <laughs> in, like, rural, I don't even know. But fuck. <laughs> With all due respect to my friends in the South, like somewhere there. In the sticks. Somewhere in the sticks. And they, I think that they're so bored all day long that they come up with their plans for the zombie apocalypse. So they were like sort of demonstrating. One of the kids has like webbed hands. I can kid you not. <laughs> I saw a little bit. I was like, I was like, oh, this is too long for me to do right now. So I just kind of fast forward and I saw the part where that one. It was like, oh, he's like, yeah, so if we need blah, 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 we go to the... Yeah, up on the roof. He's like, yeah. over here, we have, like, the stop and shop, so <laughs> we have all of our food. Over here, we have the sporting goods store if we run out of ammo. Over here, we have all from the roof. I mean, these kids have planned it out pretty good. But it's like, he's like, he's like, so if we, if we need um, a hot dog, boom. Such yeah. and such, such, such. If we need something, something, Icy's. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> really going to be well, it's like they planned it out really well, but they're also remarkably stupid. <laughs> so it is mildly entertaining. Uh, <laughs> if you want to get your zombie on and check that out, the all, the other funny thing is that uh, Ace Hardware is all up in arms about it. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we do not condone the <laughs> creating movies on our... Because, I mean, it really does make them look like these kids do nothing except walk, walk up and down the aisles of Ace Hardware like, fondling machetes and like <laughs> figuring out how to kill zombies with them <laughs> that's awesome yeah we'll have a link to that on the site um but otherwise not a lot of movie stuff for me it's been very all about tv the past couple weeks yeah um the, a real a real big thing that occurred in my life um about a week ago is that fringe ended sorry man Moment of silence. <laughs> uh, I love Fringe, and I there were moments, especially this past season, um, and the season before, where I would watch an entire episode, and then afterwards I would be like, I've got no fucking idea what's going on right now. <laughs> I don't know what universe they're in. I don't know which characters they are because there's parallel universes. Yeah. Kind of a spoiler, but whatever. <laughs> um, there's parallel universes, and you're like. And, like, people, you begin to kind of jump universes and stuff, and you're like, okay, which one is this? <laughs> oh, God, it's a total brain teaser. Um, but the one thing that I will, the only good thing about it ending is very rarely do TV shows get a finale right, and they finale. totally got it oh, right. Oh, really? How many seasons did it go five. for? Five. Oh, five seasons. Oh, yeah. So, so they ended it. Well, maybe if time permits in, a few, in the future, I can... Because yeah. a lot of people recommend it always. We'll be like, oh, Fringe is really good. It's very science-y. It's very, like, it's very smart, but it's also very speculative. Like, there's a lot of, like, crazy science, uh, which is kind of <laughs> fun. And the characters are great. The acting's awesome. And the ending was, it was bittersweet. It was sad, but it was sort of, like, it ended the way it needed to end. Oh, good. And you were You're like, satisfied. you know, fuck you for being overs, <laughs> but good job. So definitely bittersweet. <laughs> so that was a big thing for me. Um, and then I started watching that TV show, The Following. With Kevin Bacon, right? Yeah. That we talked about last episode. How yeah. was it? Um, it's gory. My theory is that this could be for Kevin Bacon, what 24 was for Kiefer Sutherland. Oh. They kind of jump-started his career, although I feel like Kevin Bacon has a much stronger career than yeah. Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, but it's good. It's graphic and violent and pretty good so far. Yeah. 
Like, eh. yeah, Drew's a little out, but it's pretty entertaining. I was going to wait. You know, I just feel like there's so many shows coming back right now. Mm-hmm. Then there's a lot of new shows, and I think I'm just going to try to stick with, let's see how it does. Are you going to get canceled? Am I going to invest? Like, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. See, see what it is. After I got burned with Last Resort this past <laughs> yeah. season, I'm now picking and choosing a little more carefully. Yeah. So keep keep us posted. See, like, I will. Let's see how it is and stuff. Um, and then we talked about King of the Nerds last episode. Did you watch it? I tried. It was the second episode. I forgot to record the first one, right? Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, the second one is a rerun. I was like, okay, let me record that shit. So I was like, let me watch it. I couldn't watch more than 10 minutes of it. It was like too much. It was like, I couldn't take it. It was, okay, <laughs> confession time. I may or may not have been kind of inebriated <laughs> watching it. I think that would help. No. Oh. Because I was sitting there like, what? Like, I couldn't figure out how real the people were or if they are like plants. And like, my favorite line that I was just like, you have got to be kidding me. They were doing like this, they had their teams and they were like, it was almost like a, like a quiz sort of situation. And they ask one team and the girl goes up and they're like, Narnia has how many books? Is it like... Six, seven, nine, or twelve. And the person's all, um, nine? And they're like, eh, you're wrong. And then it cuts to like a close up of this girl, one of the girls on the team, and she is fucking outraged. Flummoxed is a word I might use to describe her. And she is, Narnia has seven books. How can you not know that? <laughs> and I was like, you're kind of my people. <laughs> Like, I totally appreciate getting so upset that somebody wouldn't know something so stupid. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I was like, I, just, I can't, I, I don't can't. even know what I'm watching right now. This, this is like, it was, I, I couldn't do it. It was like, I think they're real, and I think they're the ones that I see at Comic-Con that I'm just like, we would never hang out. Like, you are the, you know, I think, like, I, I don't call myself an... I call myself a nerd here, but mostly I nerd out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the geeks, and then there's those people that, like, know a lot of things, but they really have no social skills, and it's hard to describe it, but you see them hang out, and you're just like, oh, those are those, and, you know? And it was those. Yeah. <laughs> and I, they were, like, arguing with each other, and just, like... And you're, like, embarrassed for I'm them. I'm really embarrassed, and it was just too much, and I couldn't take it, and I was like, Rock was like, well, he's like, what are you watching? I was like... I was like, I don't know, I'm not watching anymore. Click, delete. I was just like, I can't, I can't do it. I tried. I really tried. And I was like, that's the difference. You're like, let's never speak of it again. I was just like. I need to keep watching it because I seriously was like, my hair was blown back and like my eyes were wide open and I was like, what? For 45 minutes watching it. So I I at least have to continue to see if I can figure out what the fuck. It's like these the, people are so annoying. I yeah. love nerds. I love yeah. nerds. But these are the I next... want to roll them and take their lunch money and like yeah. kick them while they're down. Yeah, they're like they're like dweebs and geeks. They're like that next oh, level they're the thing. Worst. They're like that the other end of the spectrum. They're the people that when I went stayed in line to a couple of years ago <laughs> to the Big Bang Theory mm-hmm. panel and I was by myself because I didn't know anyone at the time that wanted to go that was into it as much as I. Those people on that show were sitting next to me. 
And I was like, there, we would never have anything come besides the show. And I was like, I don't even want to talk to you because they're having this conversation. I was like, oh my God, how annoying is it? But as soon as the Big Bang Theory theme came on, him and I are looking at each other totally. singing. <laughs> You're like jumping up and down, hugging. We're, French kissing. And I was like, this is it. This is the extent of what, how we would ever cross worlds, you know? Yeah. And these are the people. These are the extreme. There has to be like a better definition, a better explanation of what we're talking about. Just watch the show. You know what we're talking yeah. about. But you see them. Well, I, I'm debating. I might come to love them. It's how I felt about Beauty and the Geek. Did you ever watch that TV show? No. Oh, I think I saw one episode. I remember what you're talking about. And when it first started, I was like, I wanted to drop kick everyone. I was like, I hate all of those people. Everything. By the end of the first season, I was like, this is the best show. I cried at the end. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I cried. You know I'm crying. I cried at the end. And I was like, oh, this show is so good. Oh, my God. And so you wait and watch King of the Nerds. And you're you'll be like, like sobbing. We'll, you- we'll have to live blog the last episode. Right? But haven't you noticed there's a the common thread? Like, the ones that I see live, like at Comic-Con, uh-huh. or the ones that I see live at Comic-Con or, like, at a bookstore. Like, I run into them a lot where they're in, like, the the, the YA section or uh-huh. in the toy section, and they're talking. They're always arguing with each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, I like this, and this itself is so nerdy. I like nerds when I have, like, a computer monitor in between the two of us. Like, that's my favorite way to interface with them. But that, in turn, makes me a more gigantic nerd. Like, I don't want to talk... I don't want to debate... I mean, and that's a bald-faced lie. There are some people that I want to debate some things with. Yeah, like, but, like, they're always... Like, every time I enc- I have an encounter with them... And I'm not talking to them. I'm just observing. They're always... In their natural are, state. In their natural state. In their natural habitat. Mm-hmm. And they are arguing with each other. About something. And something so that... arcane. Yeah, and that's what was happening on the show. And I was just like, I can't, I can't do it. So, there yeah. it is. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I can now I kind of can't wait for tomorrow night when it's on again. <laughs> oh, it's tonight. Oh. Oh, okay. This time, I'm not going to be inebriated when I watch it. Because when <laughs> I was before, that, that might have just <laughs> really pushed it beyond. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. King of the Nerds. The other thing, I think you, I think it was on that show that I saw a commercial for another show that they have coming up called Robot Combat League. That sounds pretty awesome. Tell me more. Yeah. There used to be a show like this. I was trying to. I remember watching it when I was younger. If anybody knows this, please help me out. Um, it was a show where people built robots and they like breathed fire and stuff. And oh, and I, not those roller ones. Maybe. I remember that. I forgot what show that, what that was. I feel they like built maybe it was on, they... like, Spike or something. Yeah, or maybe, yeah. And then they... They put him in an arena? Yeah, I remember. And lo- they totally, I remember, like, whip ass on each totally, other? Totally. I, I remember that show. I used to watch that show, and I, I can't think of the that name. show so much. So something like that? I think it's something like that. Only, I... The ones in that show were, like, these... I, at least in my memory, these, like, gigantic, fire-breathing, like, behemoths that, like, rawr, like, dinosaurs. I didn't get the feeling that this that these would maybe be that big, that they might be smaller and more legal. That's awesome. Oh yeah, let's. Uh, I'll do some research. Maybe have a link to it or something. I want yeah. to definitely see what that is. A friend of mine is terrified of robots, and I want to secretly find a way to put this in front of her and have her be like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> oh yeah. Does she? You know what? She's afraid of robots. She's afraid of the future. I know totally. <laughs> Why she gotta live in the past? Go watch Down Abbey. <laughs> Oh, speaking of Downtown Abbey, real quick. 
so good. And and no one's even yet. So none of you guys watch Downton Abbey. You're too cool. Too cool for school. Or Downton Abbey. How many people watch Downton Abbey? God, man. Because it's so good right now. Um, so speaking of shows, like I've been catching up. Uh, recorded a bunch of shows since maybe October, since um, the supernatural bear came into my life. <laughs> and I've been trying to catch up. And now, you know, I'm gaining the hang of it a little bit. Okay. We caught up, like, on, I don't know, seven, I don't know how many episodes of Scandal, which okay. I love, right? And <laughs> What's Scandal in Spanish? Uh, s- scandalo. Oh, God. Because Scandal always... <laughs> Scandal or scandalous? I always feel like that's something you need to say in your best like telenovela voice. Yeah, and there's a um, there's a song <laughs> too. Uh, who sings it? I'm not gonna sing it, but it's funny. We, every time we think of scandal in Spanish, we're like, uh, "Es escándalo." <laughs> es it's funny, um, but uh, it's so good, and we're catching up. And I was like, kind of th- hoping that it wasn't gonna turn into like I said before, like Grey's Anatomy, where it turns bad. Something really amazing turns bad. Yeah. And um, it just kept getting better and better and better. And last night was the last recorded episode that we recorded, right? Okay. And it comes out tonight, the okay. next episode. But but while we're watching the last episode at night, they're like, okay. And, you know, next episode comes back on January 31st. And I have no concept of what day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? January 31st? I was like, oh, that's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> So everyone had to take a break and, you know, and yeah. wait. And we're just like... And you're all suckers. <laughs> so super excited. It's really, really good. Um, talked about Seamus last uh, time that I was coming back. So I've been catching up on that. Super good still. Still good. Okay. Um, and it, it's kind of crazy because uh, there's a new baby that's in the in the mix. And it, he's uh, he has Down syndrome and stuff. And he just keeps crying and crying and crying and crying. So when I hear kids cry now, it stresses me out. And so the the main character, the the dad, you know, he's a drunk and a drug addict and stuff. He's like, oh, I'll, you know, give him some some uh, some Valium or whatever. <laughs> so he's like, and I'm just like, oh my god, like totally like mortified now because right. I'm a New mom. Perspective. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, but it's still hilarious as fuck. But you know, and um, but yeah, but it's really good. Um, what some exciting news because for a while we didn't know when it was going to come back we just uh-huh. knew it was going to come back uh this year mad men is they finally put a date april 7th kids put a date on it yeah so i'm super excited i am too what is that very much like three two two and a half months yeah less than that yeah um okay that's gonna be exciting because the week before that is when um uh game of thrones starts Oh my god. It's gonna be a good month. It's gonna be a super good month. And then good week. Um, don't forget next fucking Sunday, The Walking Dead returns. I was wondering when it was gonna come back. Next Sunday. Sunday, well, why? Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> we you know, um, Joe, he's here uh helping uh watch Supernatural Bear and we're watching a commercial. And they're gonna do a marathon this this Sunday. Uh Walking oh, Dead marathon. Okay. And then to get prepared for, you know, this the premiere on next Sunday, the 10th, February 10th, and we were watching it, and both of us were like, we were watching the, the commercial all quiet, and then at the end was like, February 10th, we're like, we get all excited together. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're some crazy motherfucker who hasn't been watching The Walking Dead, this is your chance. To catch up. To binge. Join. Binge, and then purge, if necessary. <laughs> so it's going to be a return of the nightmares. I have nightmares now, like, after watching it. 
Because that baby on there, anything with the baby on it stresses me out. Mm, yeah. So now I'm going to have nightmares. Of, but I was okay. It's so worth it. So it worth is, it. It's worth the nightmares. <laughs> so worth the Speaking nightmares. of nightmares, just a brief aside. I, okay, you know my future husband, Nathan Fillion. Yes, yes, yes. Infiltrated my dream the other night. I dreamt that I really, mm-hmm. he and I were like he friends. Oh, oh my God, I wish. <laughs> um, dream on. Uh, I dreamt that we were like kind of like really good friends and I kind of wanted to take it to the next level. And so I seized in my head on the thing that he totally needed that was going to make all the difference in the world. And that was that I needed to get him a khaki colored members only jacket. <laughs> Windbreaker. Windbreaker was the exact word of my dream. And so, um, Russell Brand and I oh. started looking for a khaki-colored okay, windbreaker. always hang out. I know. You guys go to the Grove all the time, ride the train. Uh, so yeah, I had that really weird dream. And then I had another dream two nights later, this was like two nights ago, that, um, Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails was a, um, was a very awful serial killer. Like, very depraved. Not simply, like, killing people, but, like, being very creative and achy about it. <laughs> and then I was, like, the lead CSI person. And then I took him down and shot him. And then I had to tell the world that I killed Trent Reznor. And people did not like me. <laughs> crazy dreams. I have weird dreams. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry. Now back to your regularly scheduled <laughs> programming. Um, have you watched... Did you get to watch the um, premiere of the new show on ABC called The Taste? Yes. And I watched the other episode last night. Oh, that's when it was. We were, like, trying to remember when it was. Yes. The jury was still out after the first episode. The jury is still out after the second episode. You know what it is? It's like, I'm really visual. It's, it's like the lighting and the stage and everything. That bothers me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like how you could see their, like, what's the point of seeing their hand and what, like, I, I don't know. There's little things that irk me with it. Because I love, the judges except that one blonde dude. What was he on? Was Brian he? Malarkey. I don't even know who he is. So they say he's like a restaurateur and he has all these you know, I looked in him up San online, Diego, whatever. and I was like, I've never heard of any of your restaurants. I think he, if I'm not mistaken, I think he was maybe a contestant on Top Chef, but he didn't. I don't know if he made it that far. He, mm. That's what he kind of, I think he's from. But I, I love um, Chef Ludo. Like you know, I got mm-hmm. a picture with him, mm-hmm. Anthony Bourdain. I want him to be my best friend. Totally. And um, Nigella. Nigella bites. She's sensuous. She's awesome. She's great. I'll tell you what, why it's hard for me to watch it is because when I watch it, I feel like behind Anthony Bourdain's eyes, I see him dying a little inside that he took he this game for the money. Right? Yeah, no, definitely. Don't you kind of feel that way when you yeah. look at it? I'm like, he he walks off set and like takes a hot shower and then he goes home to his wife and kid, he's like, I don't want to talk about it. He's in the shower, on the floor, naked. Crying. Cross legs, hugging his legs, rocking. Totally. I kind of get the feeling... And it's funny because he's so principled and like he won't take out, he won't be associated with any advertising that he doesn't feel is right for him. So I'm like, you know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, obviously this was sold to people as the voice with food. Yeah. With totally. the buzzers and everything. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully it gets even better. But just watching it, I'm like, I see like, I see that his soul has died in his he's eyes. He's probably like, because I know he's, he's good friends with Chef Ludo. So he's probably yeah. like. Yo, let's just do this. They both have kids now. Yeah, let's just do it. We'll do a season. If it's lame, we never have to do it again. Exactly. Let's get that money. Let's stack mm-hmm. them chips. I mean, because he has that other show coming out on CNN. CNN. Mm-hmm. He has a layover that's still showing after. Mm-hmm. I still um, watch that. And stuff like that. I mean, he does well. He's probably like, let me just stack these chips, all this money, but for my daughter. Boom. Done deal. Or something. Yeah. 
You know, you got to do what you like. How much money does that kid need? Is it worth your soul, (laughs) Anthony? Is it worth your soul? So we'll see. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Oh, talk about books. Yeah. Yeah, I want to talk about, uh, you know, I love period pieces. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite movies to watch that I just watched without even knowing that it was the 200th, the bicentennial of, Shut the fuck up. Of Pride and Prejudice. It was written 200 years? Yes. Yeah, January 28th, 1813, my friends. Oh, my God. And how crazy that it was written that long ago, but you still, like, we relate. Yeah. It's so, like, current. That's crazy. Me. I would have thought that it was written 50, 60, 70 years later. Yeah. No. 200 years. And so I was, I found this, well, I have TiVo, and I found that there's this podcast Podcaster, I think it's Podcaster. Mm-hmm. He goes in through TV, and I was listening to one of the NPR ones, and he's talking about Pride and Prejudice, and that's how I found out it was the 200 year anniversary. And one, and they're talking about how like they have like you know how the Star Trek convention they have like Pride and Prejudice ones. They had no one in way. Pasadena recently where they did all the dances and stuff, and people dressed up at the time. What do, they, do they call it, like, Pride Con? Yeah, like, what's the what cool it, name I wonder for what it? it's called, but I saw, like, Keepy some video Con. of it, <laughs> and they have, like, um, erotica, uh, Pride and Prejudice erotica, like, porn, like, a bunch of stuff, and I was like, well, I had no idea. Hmm. And one interesting fact was that there's um, uh, Albert the Ape, He's actually uh, orangutan, mm-hmm. and he's in a zoo in Poland, and he cannot go to sleep unless he has read 50 pages of Pride and Prejudice. Wow. <laughs> how crazy is that? It's like, I want to know how they even figure that yeah. out. <laughs> Let me read this dude, the Pride and Prejudice, real he's quick. All, maybe he just woke up one day and he's like, pardon me, good sir, <laughs> but I request a copy of Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> before I retire for the evening. That's crazy, though, right? Like, he... And then he sits in the corner and reads it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's it's really interesting. Like, does it have to be the same 50 pages that the zoo, his zookeeper has to I mean, does read? he know which 50 pages he's you know, reading? Like, does it matter? <laughs> like, could you read another period piece? What like... if you put that cover on a different book? Is there oh, a particular well... edition? Does he care if it you changes editions? Or can I just read a story and just enter Mr. Darcy and, like, all the names and he's none the wiser? Who's to say? Who's to say? That's fascinating. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. I was like, that's crazy. People are crazy. Um... So, no books for you. Usually, well, you're the books. Well, I know. I'm the, book, the book. I'm the book lady. <laughs> uh, I just started reading something that is kind of an embarrassing admission that I haven't read it before. I'm reading uh, The Dark Knight Returns, the graphic oh, novel. Nice. So, uh, that's the thing that I'm reading, and it never occurred. This happens so much. Like, maybe other people know this feeling. I'm like, I'm totally going to read it. I can't wait. Da, da, da. I always have a, a book in my purse. Always. So it's in my purse. I go. I have. I'm at the doctor's appointment. I'm sitting in the waiting room, and I bust it out. <laughs> and like after a few minutes, I'm like, I'm just chilling, like reading a comic book <laughs> in a waiting room. I wonder if that's weird. They're like, nerd, nerd, yeah. Nerd. And I don't really care. But I'm all. I've had the people who are like, what's up with that crazy I'm chick? Like that chick reading a, a picture book. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm only I'm only a little bit into it. Um, but yeah, I had to read a book for book club uh, called Arcadia, which is by uh, a female author. It's about a kid that grows up on a commune in upstate New York. It was okay. Um, made me really happy. I never lived on a commune. 
<clears throat> and uh, I'm getting very excited to, now that that's done, that was a bit of a slog for me. And now that that's done, I'm, ex I'm just going to tear into a whole lot of, like, genre crap awesome nice, stuff. Yeah, nice. I can't wait. <laughs> and uh, I will report back. Awesome. And if you're listening and you're on Goodreads, let's be Goodreads friends. Then you can look at all of the crap that I read <laughs> and be like, what is wrong with that girl's mind? <laughs> yes. Awesome. Yes. Um, so we talked about how we're going to try every episode, uh, have a little music section. Music yeah. we're feeling. Music we're feeling. Uh, that we're nerding out about or whatever. Or maybe stuff that from the past that we're like, oh, let's revisit that. Mm -hmm. So this uh, episode, I wanted to mention how uh, my first night out since the Supernatural Bear was born. Mm -hmm. Mom's was, Gone Wild. Yeah, Mom's Gone Wild. I went to El Rey, which is right here by my house. Um, thank you. Shout out to Dalen, who was the GM and hooked us up with an awesome table upstairs. And uh, saw local natives, who I love. And it's, it's, it's a crazy story how I hated them without knowing them. And then now I love them. And the last time I saw them was at the Disney concert hall when they played with the orchestra, which I, was amazing. I actually worked on that show. Irony alert. Hello. That, that was amazing. It was, at first, it was my first time seeing um, something at the Disney concert hall. Mm -hmm. And it was me, Jen, and Rolfies. We went... And they were they were fantastic with the whole orchestra. It really, it, they're such a great band. They're one of those few bands that might even sound better live. Mm, they harmonize a lot, and they're musicians. And Jen made a good point that you know when true musicians are really passionate about what they do, um, they always tend to jam. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. So they jammed a little bit. So to see them the last time to see them at uh, Disney Concert Hall. And we're like, oh, it was so civilized before, you know, with the concert hall. Blah, totally. Blah, and there's, like, older folks and stuff. And um, and then to see them at El Rey, which is a smaller venue here in Los Angeles. And uh, it was, like, you know, the, the release party. We're upstairs and sitting next to their family members. And it was great. It was really great. Um, and then the song that I keep hearing and I'm obsessed with is super yacht rock yacht rockish okay. not a not a local natives no no song? Okay. no it's by sun rai r-a-i we'll have a link to it it's called san francisco street not to be confused with sun raw yeah no no okay. not to be confused i was like is that i was like oh there's i no 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 um super good we're gonna play a little bit see uh ti so she could hear we could all hear it together uh here Let's see, is it playing? Dun, dun, dun. No, yeah. there's the counter says zero. It's not playing. Yeah. Come on, man. We're on the I'm looking at one of the users or one of the bands maybe who's um who's associated with this is called Find the Afikoman. That's a shout out to my friends in the tribe. <laughs> Big ups. Uh it's not playing. No. That's a great song. Yeah, that's awesome. It's my Glad favorite. I brought it up. It's my favorite song ever. Oh, look. It's going now. <laughs> oh, here we go. See, it's like so yacht rock. It's like it, it, it's, he, it's, he did it this year, or maybe last year, but it makes me feel like, you know, Kenny Loggins and uh, the Doobie Brothers. Here it goes. 
think so, 70s ish? Yes. It's the best thing ever. Is um, there a, is there a voice? Here it is, here it is. Oh. Yeah, this is totally mean? like hanging out in the side. I want to show Oh, this is the chorus. Yes. How awesome oh is this? <laughs> I love it. I, I like that too. I cannot get enough of it. Every time it comes on, like KCR did because I'm, I listen to you know Collect 24 while I'm working right now I'm on an assignment so I have to be up a certain time and I listen to it and it comes on I I have to turn it up and then I have to go to this link and listen to it again I'm obsessed with this song okay I like it too I'm gonna listen to it I'm going to use the link provided on our <laughs> website www.thenerdout.com to listen to it further it's really good uh, let me know what you guys think There's a, he has another song on there that's totally different and totally sucks Okay. So it's just a one, hit, one hit wonder dude. Yeah, just the other day, yesterday maybe, uh, I was working and I sometimes have uh, the channel that we've talked about before. It's like our favorite channel, Palladia. Yes. And it's like music, especially live music, festivals, stuff like that. Like the, you can watch it and be like, what the fuck? How did I get from here to here? They did like a big, long, like probably 30 minute set of different Queen songs that was amazing. Oh yeah, I remember you texted me and then I was like, oh yeah. And I was like, oh, I've seen that one. Yeah. Because they play it a lot. But it's super good. And then after that, they had sticks. And what tends to happen sometimes is, like, if you miss who it is at the very beginning, because it's a very it's very eclectic. Yeah, they like, go all, all, over, all over the, the place. map, yeah. all over festivals, all over the world. And so, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, who are these old farts? I have no idea who they are. Uh, and then finally, I caught it. Yeah, sticks. sticks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, cool. Well, thanks for our introductory hey, music no problem. song next section, time, song you know, selection. Next time I'll have a queued up better. But yes, take a listen. If there's any songs you guys are nerding out to that's like on heavy rotation, yeah, let we us like know. music. We let us know. And it could be anything. I mean, I listen to anything from fucking Ghostface Killer, who's my favorite, one of my faves, <laughs> um, to, you know, yacht rockish stuff like this on the regular. It depends what mood I'm in. Yeah, I listen to everything too. I like a lot of country. Me too. I grew up. We grew. I grew up on that shit. What's up, fellow country nerds? <laughs> um, the, the thing that I kind of want to go out on is a clothing line that I have learned of that is um, my new favorite thing. It's called Black Milk. This is a ladies' clothing company, and they do special limited edition lines that are um, particular nerd things. So they have a Star Wars line. And they just debuted their Middle Earth line. I saw that. I was like, oh, she that's why she likes this stuff. Oh, yeah. They do, like, bathing suits and leggings. And here's the only, and, like, and dresses. Here's the thing. If you're a dude and, like, that's you know, cool. you like to, like, fap to, like, nerdy stuff and hot chicks, then go check out their website because there's some pretty ladies. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's awesome. Pretty awesome how they do the clothes. And the clothes are so cool. I totally cool. rock that shit. I know. I'm like, I need to lose... I'm thinking like 50 pounds before I could cram <laughs> my legs into like these little tiny sausagey things. But it's so cool. You can get leggings that are like maps of Middle Earth. You can get ones, uh, you can get a dress that has Gandalf the White. Oh, my friends, you can get all kinds of things. You can get a Balrog dress. <laughs> What's up, Balrog? The, the leggings are pretty rad because every, a lot of people can rock those. The dress is I mean, in a... Defy, I don't know what you mean by a lot of people. <laughs> 
I mean, you can't be like super hella thick, you know. You could, rock you them. could probably put like a dress or something or a long shirt over that and yeah, not be long, too embarrassing. Yeah, you know, that could be, but these other things like these tight ass dresses, no. Yeah. Bathing suits, no. But yeah, that's bathing pretty suits awesome. Bathing are pretty great though. They so, are pretty awesome. And like under the Star Wars thing, you can get a bathing suit so that you look like uh, R2D2. Yeah, those are dope. Or a bathing suit so that you can look like C3PO. Whatever your robot needs, <laughs> Darth Vader, whatever. But check it out. We'll have a link to that too. Black Milk Clothing. If you want to get something um, sexified for not cheap though, not the, cheap. The hot nerdy ladies in your life. Oh no! And PSBTW, bring your wallet because it ain't cheap. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all I got. All right, kids. So I, I think uh, that wraps it up for episode thirty. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, like we said, we're going to try to be back on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. See, so so far so good, right? Boom, we told you guys, January. Boom. Twice. And we did it. Uh-huh, and we did it. And then we're, we're going to be talking about so many good things because all the shows are coming back. Ah, oh, so many good things to talk about. And as always, we really do like hearing from you guys. So um, pipe up if there's anything you want to hear about, anything that you have discovered that we need to know about, um, anything that is lame and you feel that you must tell us. Um, yeah. if you feel like we are incorrect on in how many Narnia books there are, let us know. <laughs> how could you not know that? How could you not know that? <laughs> Octopussy. Good one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Peace out, nerds.